It was April 2016, with days to go before the crucial Indiana primary. Donald Trump was cruising on his way to locking up the nomination when Carly Fiorina took the stage in Indianapolis for a truly unusual announcement. Today I'm very proud and very humbled and honored to announce that I have accepted Senator Ted Cruz's offer to be his vice president for the Republican nomination. There was just one problem. Ted Cruz was on track to lose the Hoosier state and with it the nomination. It was likely he would never need a running mate. But he wasn't going to give up without testing every tool in his belt. What Cruz did, picking Fiorina as his hypothetical running mate, was almost without precedent. For the closest thing to it, we must look back to 1976, when the Republican primary was indeed headed to the convention, and Ronald Reagan picked a running mate in a last-ditch effort to gain momentum against Gerald Ford. But that didn't work. Cruz's gambit, he hoped, would force an open convention in the long term, and in the short term, that meant wresting the news cycle back from Trump and harnessing some buzz ahead of the Indiana primary. Here he was on the day of the big reveal, explaining his unconventional decision and the qualities he sought in a fake running mate. Any responsible candidate for president would have spent much time assessing possible candidates, thinking through the pros and cons, studying who these people are, praying about it, and examining the potential candidates. And you know, the characteristics that you look for in a vice president are indeed the very same characteristics you look for in a president. After a great deal of time and thought, after a great deal of consideration and prayer, I have come to the conclusion that if I am nominated to be president of the United States, that I will run on a ticket with my vice presidential nominee, Carly Fiorina. Fiorina had been on the campaign trail with Cruz for a few weeks, having offered her endorsement after she dropped out of the race. So she wasn't a new face on the stage next to the Texas senator. But on this unusual day, things got a little wacky. I've come to know Ted and Heidi and Caroline and Catherine. I know two girls that I just adore. I'm so happy I can see them all. Cause we travel on the bus all day, we get to play. So we that happened. And for about a week, Carly Fiorina was Ted Cruz's running mate. This is Trailhead, a podcast by Real Clear Politics. I'm Rebecca Berg, and in this series, we're exploring the quirky markers on the path to the nominating conventions through some of the standout moments in this year's primary process. Typically, we expect these so-called beep stakes, or the process of picking a running mate for the would-be nominees, as the finale to a primary, a final preparation and formative decision before the start of the general election. In fact, we are now seeing the process play out as it usually does. Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump have each narrowed their potential picks to a short list, and in the coming days, they will make their decisions public. Generally speaking, a nominee looks for a few qualities in a running mate. You want someone who will compliment you stylistically and with his resume, 
someone who will add value to your ticket without detracting or distracting from the nominee and the campaign's core message. With Trump, we have seen a long-standing tradition play out. That is, Washington outsiders tend to select DC insiders to round out their tickets, and Trump seems to have narrowed his focus to people in this category, like former House Speaker Newt Gingrich or Senator Jeff Sessions, to name a few. Clinton will likely balance her ticket in another way, with someone younger, maybe, or more energetic on the stump. Each nominee subjects their potential picks to a rigorous vetting process in which every remote corner of their personal history is searched for possible landmines. But Ted Cruz and Carly Fiorina, well, that was a different story. Most established elected officials would not consider signing on as a running mate to a candidate who hasn't even won the nomination. And that deliberative vetting process I talked about? It looks a lot different when it unfolds in the middle of a rollicking party primary. In this case, Cruz needed a running mate, and Fiorina, she was available. Both really wanted to prevent Donald Trump from winning the presidency, and so their alliance was forged. To get a sense of how this all happened, I spoke with Sarah Isger Flores, who was the deputy campaign manager for Fiorina and with her constantly on the campaign trail. When Indiana was happening, it was kind of the last stand and there was, they had been getting along um, exceptionally well. They'd gotten to know each other. I think he knew that she would be a, you know, what I knew all along, a fantastic commander in chief. And so when he picked her, um, for VP that week before Indiana, um, that was why. I mean, it was uh, the same reason anyone picks a VP in terms of why her. And then, you know, the timing was fairly obvious for an unusual cycle where Donald Trump, um, you know, a lot of people don't think he is a Republican. So pulling out all the stops heading into Indiana. Still, Flores says Cruz indeed took a deliberative approach to picking his VP, even crunched her time and desperate for a game-changing moment. You know, I think Ted took um, picking his VP very seriously, and I think that, you know, was the same as if it had been at a more traditional time. I mean, this was going to be his vice presidential candidate. At that point, there was um, still a lot of thought that Senator Cruz would win the nomination. And so um, he, he, they took that seriously. They vetted Carly and others, um, I'm sure, quite a bit. Running mates are often not the best of friends, and in the general election, they're rarely in the same city. They divide and conquer, so to speak. But it's still important that there be some sort of public friendliness between them, and Cruz and Fiorina were able to establish this baseline over the course of a few weeks on the road together. Well, behind the scenes, uh, they got along very well. And Carly, you know, had um, two daughters and Ted has two daughters. And so she loved spending time with the girls on the bus and playing games with them. And, um, you know, the bus isn't very big, but you can run around a little on the bus. <laughs> and, you know, going to events and stuff and um, being backstage, we could have a lot of fun hanging out with the, the little cruise ladies. Um, so, you know, it was a very easy dynamic with the family right off the bat. And Ted and Carly are both these, you know, hyper-intelligent, conservative, intellectually curious, passionate people who 
love talking policy, politics, you know, things that are going on. So, um, so I think they engaged really easily together. When it came time to finally announce, well, Flores says the rollout was actually pretty simple. We know who Carly was at that point. She'd been traveling with the cruise team for about eight weeks as well. So, um, you know, the teams had gotten a chance to work together. They knew Carly. We obviously knew Carly. So it, it was fairly seamless. There weren't there weren't a whole lot of discussions, to tell you the truth. It was, you know, let's introduce him to Carly. It was Cruz who introduced Carly that day, and he really introduced her. Just when you thought he was going to stop talking and hand the stage over to Fiorina, he would keep going and going. It took forever. Uh, you know, backstage, you don't quite know how long something's been going on, um, you know, when it's not your candidate, for instance. But, you know, we're still looking at what she's going to say and stuff, so that time went by very quickly for me. And then there was the whole singing thing. I did not know she was going to sing, so that was pretty fun for <laughs> But Carly loves to sing, so it also wasn't a total shock. She, uh, she'll sing all the time, so I'm glad that other people got to see what, uh, what's been happening behind the scenes. It's hysterical. I and, you know, she sang on Jimmy Fallon. She sang the, the song about her dog on Jimmy Fallon. So people had already gotten some inclination that she's a, a singer, but she has a whole repertoire. She she is a huge music aficionado. Now, it's not always easy for a former primary rival to transition to the role of running mate. It's a supporting role for one, and there can be some residual bitterness. But Fiorina had made that transition already when she endorsed Cruz and began stumping for him. So she was telling people what she thought, why she voted for Ted, why she was out there. And it is different than when you're running yourself. But, you know, the transition for her is from why folks should vote for her and what she believes to, okay, because I believe this now I'm, you know, I didn't have a password and now I'm voting for Ted Cruz and here's why. Um, so it was all, I think, explaining to folks her own thought process and thinking and the race and what needed to be done to take our country back. Um, so for her, it was, I think, um, an easy transition in that sense, because you just keep explaining to folks what you feel and what you think. But I still had to ask the obvious question here. So let's talk about the timing, because it might have made sense in the context of this cycle, but in any other election cycle, it's obviously very unusual to pick a would-be running mate before uh, a candidate has the nomination locked up. So when, Unusual, but not unheard of. Right. So can you tell me about what your thinking was and Carly's thinking was at the time that the Cruz campaign started discussing this option with you all? Well, um, you know, our goal was to help him get elected. And if they thought that announcing her earlier would help that cause, um, you know, that's why she was in this was to really help someone defeat Donald Trump and have a conservative option for voters against Hillary Clinton. Um, so if the Cruz folks said this was a way to do it, we were game to, to help with that cause. Once the nomination is locked up and the running mates are selected, there is still one more thing to look forward to before the primary officially comes to a close. That's next week on the finale of Trailhead.